Welcome to Legal Management Talk, the official podcast of the Association of Legal Administrators. I'm your host, Kate Raftery. Today we have Kathy Scorby on the line. In addition to being the principal at KNS Consulting, Kathy may be familiar to listeners from her many volunteer leadership positions with ALA, including most recently the International Relations Committee. You have a couple of upcoming opportunities to learn from her expertise. First, she appears in April's Legal Management Magazine to talk about business continuity plans, and she's presenting an education session at the annual conference and expo in May. So welcome, Kathy. It's great to have you on the show. Hi. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your work. Well, first, thanks, Kate, for having me on the podcast. Um, I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to be presenting a business continuity session at the annual conference in National Harbor. For those uh, people who don't know me through ALA, uh, I've been in the legal world for my entire career of 38-plus years, and I've spent the last 33 years with a large international law firm, Hutton & Williams, in a variety of roles. About a year ago, I decided I was going to retire from the big law world, um, and now I've kind of started my second career. So while I was at Hutton & Williams for about six, six or seven years, I was the firm's business continuity manager, and in that role, I was responsible for disaster preparedness and business continuity for all of the firm's 19 offices throughout the world. And in addition to that role, I started speaking um, at local ALA chapters and uh, local ALA conferences, and so when I decided to retire, I decided that maybe I needed to go into into this consulting world for business continuity because that really was my passion. Um, so now I am a consultant and I'm working with, I'm doing a lot of speaking. Uh, as I said, I'm speaking at the educational conference in National Harbor in May. And I've been speaking at a lot of ALA local chapters and um, working with uh, big law firms doing some consulting, doing some consulting work for them. And I'm also now speaking at other associations talking about business continuity and disaster preparedness. For um, those people who, again, who don't know me, I've been an ALA member for over 22 years in a variety of roles. Um, I did serve on the board of directors, and I'm now um, for the last few years and will currently be for the next few years on the International Relations Committee. Great. So let's just dive right in. So what exactly is a business continuity plan? And... Why should a firm have one? Well, that's a good question. Um, A business continuity plan is really a written plan. It documents the steps needed to take uh, in the event that there's some sort of disaster or crisis that threatens a law firm. And, you know, since we're on a podcast for ALA, I'll talk about law firms. But this really does apply to any company, corporation uh, throughout the world. But a law firm specifically is in the business Uh, of providing excellent service to its clients. And if for some reason that service to clients is at risk, any type of risk due to some type of disaster or crisis, a comprehensive written plan that is consistently tested can help mitigate those risks and potentially mitigate the crisis and so the law firm can continue on in, in its business. So having a written plan that documents all the steps needed to be able to continue providing excellent service to their clients. And uh, so what are some of these worst-case scenarios that a plan can mitigate? Are we just thinking about, like, natural disasters, or does it go beyond that? Well, I'm really glad you brought that up because 
in today's world, there's so many other types of threats out there beyond just the natural disasters. I think we've all been taught in, in our law firms to think about what the law firm would do in the event of a hurricane or a tornado or an earthquake, depending on where your law firm is located. But it goes way beyond that. Think about things like, in our world today, sadly to say, active shooter situations, terrorist activities, chemical spills, bombs that are out there, uh, biohazards, the big thing, the big risk out there right now, cyber attacks. Um, and it even goes to things like a partner, a, a partner dying in your law firm or a, partner, a group of partners deciding to leave the law firm. The list just goes on and on. But these days, law firms have to be prepared for any type of event that can affect their reputation. And that's what it's all about, affecting the reputation and affecting their ability to provide services to clients. So, again, way beyond the whole natural disaster situation. Cool. Could law firm leaders write a plan on their own, or should they get help from an outsider or someone? Well, that, that's, a, that's a good question, because law firm leaders are probably the, the, the people that have the most knowledge about their specific law firm. And so they certainly can write their own plans, because they know their law firm the best. However, it's something that law firm leaders need to really think about, because there are a lot of components that are important for consideration as part of a business continuity plan, especially in today's world. And it's something that I'm going to talk about at, in my session in National Harbor. These days, our clients are requiring law firms to conform not only to standards, uh, business continuity or information security standards, known as ISO standards. Mm -hmm. Clients are also asking law firms or requiring law firms to go through audits to make sure that they have all the necessary plans in place for business continuity and disaster preparedness. And if a client doesn't do well in an audit, it may be, I mean, if, if a law firm doesn't do well in an audit, it may be that the client decides not to hire them for uh, another engagement. And any RFP, a request for proposal out there from a client looking for, to hire a law firm, these days the RFPs all include um, requirements that the law firms provide a copy of their business continuity plans. So it's really important to take both a broad approach and a specific approach to creating the right business continuity plan for your firm. So in addition to law firm leaders creating plans, there are consultants and those people out there that have that broad knowledge of what might be required in today's world, and certainly consultants can, can assist. So once you write the plan, is that all, or should it be continually updated? And, and that's probably one of the most critical things that people that are <laughs> writing plans or responsible for business continuity plans need to think about. Most people mm -hmm. that are tasked with writing business continuity plans think, oh, great, I've got it done, and it can go up on the shelf, and the probability of us ever having a crisis or disaster is, is low, so I just don't need to worry about it anymore. And that is so far from, from the truth and what needs to be done. Uh, business continuity plans need to be living, breathing, fluid things, fluid documents, because things change frequently in law firms, and the business continuity plan needs to change and be updated as the firm evolves. So the rule of thumb is typically to update a business continuity plan annually, at least once a year, or more frequently mm -hmm. as things change in a firm. So for example, if a firm is going through a merger, and they're adding new lawyers or 
uh, new staff and new IT information to their firm. If a firm is adding new offices or new locations, they're moving from one building to another. If there's new leadership within the firm or if key personnel have changed within the firm, all those are reasons um, to update a business continuity plan and make sure it is, it, you've got the most in, updated information um, in your plan. Uh, speaking of which, kind of off-the-cuff question, um, obviously this is probably going to be written on the computer, but should you have a physical copy? Should it be housed somewhere outside of the office in addition to being in the office? That's, that's a great question. Again, something I'll talk about um, in my session in, in Washington. Probably all of the above that you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, most, most plans, business continuity plans, are documented in Word or whatever, uh, you know, Word document processing software that a firm uses. But these days, it's important to have a variety of ways to be able to access your plan. A lot of firms are mm -hmm. now have the capability to have a business continuity plan as an app on their, on their cell phones and their mobile devices so that mm -hmm. in the event they can't get access to a hard copy of a written plan, uh, they can quickly go into their mobile device and find the app and find the plan online. That helps um, in the event that there is no power, um, there's no cell phone service, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things that could happen in a crisis or a disaster. And so you want to have a variety of ways that you can uh, access your plan and specifically reach out to the people in your firm, the, your clients that are working with your firm, as well as any business partners or vendors or people that are providing supplies or um, any type of other services to your firm. You should be able to have a way to access that plan, again, in a variety of different ways. Okay. Uh, so a few months ago, we had Michael Moore on the podcast to talk about succession planning. Uh, does that go hand-in-hand -hand with business continuity planning, or should they be considered separate? Absolutely, it should be considered as part of business continuity planning. And when you think about it, we're talking about business continuity, the continuity of business in a law firm. So succession planning uh, which involves a variety of things. Partners thinking about retiring and getting ready to leave your firm. Uh, a managing partner of a firm who decides to move to another firm. A group of lawyers who decide to jump ship from one law firm and go take their entire practice group and go move somewhere else. God forbid a managing partner or somebody key in a key role in a law firm who dies suddenly. Not having all of that documented or having thought about it um, could be critical to a law firm's reputation. And if it's not part of a, a specific part of your business continuity plan, that can really hurt a law firm and put a law firm at risk. So I think it absolutely is succession planning should be part of your overall business continuity plan. Well, great. Thank you so much for talking with me, Kathy. Well, thanks, Kate, for having me on the podcast. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So for our listeners to learn more, they can make sure to read Planning for the Unplanned in Legal Management when it comes out on April 13th. And they should definitely register for annual conference so that you can catch Kathy in National Harbor, as she said. And finally, thanks to our listeners and subscribers for tuning in. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us, which makes it easier for others to find the podcast. As always, you can learn more about ALA and our upcoming events at alanet.org. 
until next time.